Hi listeners and welcome to the first ever Tate Tuesday here at David Crit Bookstore. From now on, every Tuesday, we are going to highlight our favorite, most informative or just prettiest Tate publication. My name is Hagen and today I'm joined by resident writer-in-chief Jacqueline. She brought the Tate Guide to Modern Art Terms with her. Jacqueline, can you quickly tell us what this book tries to achieve, what it is all about? Sure. So this book, um, Tate Guide to Modern Art Terms, it was published in 2016 by the Tate. This one that I've got here in my hands is an updated and expanded version. Um, since the first publication, Tate has added uh, over 150 new terms um, to the book. It was put together by Simon Wilson and Jessica Lack. Um, a lot of the descriptions are written by the Tate curatorial and research team. And the point of this book is to try to give readers a Crash Course 101 comprehensive guide to all the things that you come across when looking at art. Um, I know that for me even, having engaged with art for quite a, quite a long time, sometimes you'll read a label next to an artwork or you'll read a press release for an exhibition, um, hoping to understand a little bit more about what you're going to be looking at. And in fact, you leave that experience more mystified than you were when you began. <clears throat> this book, um, the point of this book is to try and smash that uh, bewildering sense of this um, art world as, as being some kind of ivory tower uh, scenario that only those in the know can access. Um, so that, that is the point. So does it work like an art terms dictionary or do you have to read from beginning to end or can I just uh, have a quick look inside of it and see what printmaking means, for example, uh, what does printmaking refer to and then uh, go on with my, with my life? So you're quite right, it's arranged exactly like a dictionary. So each uh, letter has a section and there is also a section for, for numbers, uh, for those terms that begin with numbers or collectives that begin with numbers. And you can dip in and out of it as you as you choose. It's certainly not the kind of book that you uh, want to read from beginning to end. Um, but you don't. You wouldn't have to anyway. You can sort of keep it in your handbag or your man bag or your moon bag, and dip into it as you as you find something that that has has been mystifying to you and read up. The descriptions are incredibly accessible. They are written in very accessible language. What I also really like um, is that when there are other terms in a particular entry, those are underlined to indicate to you that you can go somewhere else in the book and read up on that. So it becomes a kind of uh, um, analog hyperlink situation where because of the cross-referencing you do, you can, if you if you have a bit of time, really kind of get in, get in, in depth with what you're reading. Um, what's cool about this particular book as well this particular edition is that it's not I know when I first picked up this book Tate Guide to Modern Art Terms I kind of in my imagination because it, because it's published by Tate and because Modern Art Terms is quite you know quite a grand narrative title I imagined that it would be a resource book that would take you through the history of Western art kind of you know read up about abstract expressionism read up about Duchamp, read up about um, all of that kind of stuff that you that you learn about in in history classes and in school, I guess. But what's really cool is that they've updated it to include 
terms that have come about or, or been exposed, I guess, through things like art fairs, biennials, the social media platform. So um, it's quite inclusive in that way. You, you, it's not just Western art. It's, it's I mean, we even uh, have a little, there are a couple of South African gems in here, Google Collective, uh, for instance, which is a contemporary art collective based in Cape Town, which is recent. It was found uh, founded in 2006. There's a mention there. Of that, the market photo workshops in here too, which is a, um, a photo workshop that was founded by Goldblatt in 1989 at the time to support black photographers in, an, in the apartheid system to actually get somewhere. So it's quite cool. There, there's some pretty, there's some pretty. You can totally dip in and out and get get tidbits, or if you want to um, cross reference, you can do that too. All right. Who would you recommend this book to, if it's not clear up until now? <laughs> so this book, um, I mean, the, the obvious uh, audience is um, re related to the, those people who want to learn more, those people who might not know very much and want to begin a journey of educating themselves about the arts. That's the obvious answer. Um, so I imagine that it would be a very useful addition to a, a, like a school library, a school um, art history library, even, I mean, even at a tertiary level, this kind of a book would be hugely uh, um, useful in um, sort of first year, at first year level for those who are wanting to get a, a, like a deeper look. If they're not just wanting to gloss over Western art history, this would be a great place to start. Um, in my personal experience, I would also... Um, when I was working the galleries, I would often recommend this book to collectors um, who were wanting to start a collecting journey but didn't really know where to begin, didn't really understand what they were looking at, wanted to, um, in, in a, I suppose, as a way to justify why they were going to spend all this money on this artwork. Try and understand, firstly, why it's so expensive. Um, secondly, where does this particular work fit into the broader whole? Um, sometimes it's easier for people to have those conversations when they have a bit of a background to begin with. Pr trouble being that getting the background is can be quite an overwhelming thing. I mean, where do you even begin? Do you, do you Google? Do you do you hang out at galleries? I think most people don't want to because they, they in themselves, can be quite uh, intimidating and overwhelming spaces. So I would often recommend this book uh, to people wanting to start collections so that they can have an understanding of what, where, what the contemporary art they're looking at, where that fits in, what, where does it come from. Um, it's, a, it's a great kind of 101. Uh, so that, that's the less obvious um, thing that uh, struck me when I was going through it this morning. Thanks a lot, Jacqueline, for this overview of the Tate Guide to Modern Art Terms. This has been the inaugural Tate Tuesday preview podcast. Make sure to check out our website for more Tate publications or visit us at the Blue House 151 Jansmarts Avenue, Parkwood. My name is Hagen and you've just listened to the David Grid podcast, a production of David Grid Projects. Mm -hmm.